1: Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude Podcast.
0: Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage family therapist, award-winning author and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what I share on podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Designed for more than just therapists, if you're a helping professional in any way, diversity in clinical practice can help you meet the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve, and it's available in paper and audiobook versions for your convenience. And whether it be through my one-on-one relationship-building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker, know that my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today I want to share with you a few encouraging words about navigating the waves of the DEI storm. So as another year begins, we find ourselves in a new phase of the diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts in our country. After several social justice atrocities occurred a few years ago, there was a wave of support for an increase of diversity efforts, which had been in effect for years, despite what many who believe it to be a fad may suggest. There were new leadership positions created in small organizations, large organizations, and institutions alike to make DEI a priority and make positive change then whether it was motivated by unhealthy reactions to change in any form or directly contrary value-based opposition to efforts to balance power influence and acceptance dei was attacked misrepresented to mean different things that it was never intended to represent and then vilified in such a way that anyone who supported DEI efforts was seen as an extremist who hates anyone who isn't part of the extreme hate-based dei movement Unfortunately, what we're then left with is a small percentage of people creating an unhealthy and unsustainable narrative, with the majority of people and everyone else running from two extremes of either being for a supposedly extreme hate based DEI cause or joining the hate based anti DEI cause. As if standing in the middle of a tug- of war between both sides, many feel pulled back and forth and tossed and turned in the constantly shifting waves of a DeI storm of perspectives, opinions, and initiatives. As a therapist, I can very much understand varying sides of their genuine desires to gather support for their perspectives Not only that, but I can also understand many of the motivations behind even unhealthy extreme perspectives, as they're often motivated by legitimate feelings like fear based on past negative experiences and believe that their strong values and proposals are the only way to prevent repeated negative future experiences. Nonetheless, I can also understand the perspective of those who don't want to be anti-anything. Not because they want to be passive and neutral with no opinions about anything and lack the willingness and assertiveness to act and in the ways that protect the well-being of others. No. But instead, because they are desperately looking for a way to be healthily proactive and appropriately reactive in ways that create less division and hate and instead promote feelings of genuine support and acceptance for everyone, no matter what their cultural identity or background might be. So the question then becomes, is there another option, a healthier option? I believe that there is building off concepts that I proposed in a previous diversity do podcast called sustainable diversity. Feel free to go back and listen to that at the conclusion of this one. I want to help you avoid being tossed and turned by the turbulent waves of the up and down DEI storm by, in a way, being a diversity buoy. Now, let me first say that I know that buoy is an unusual metaphor. For anyone who's not familiar, a buoy is that object that floats around in the water, but is anchored deep down in the sand underneath, such that no matter how rocky the winds and the waves may push it left to right, it stays grounded. That's what I want for you in your efforts to navigate the ups and downs, the lefts and rights, the tossing and the turning of the DEI storm. So how do we do that? Well, a first step is to learn to accept that storms will come. As I mentioned already, there are many healthy as well as unhealthy reactions and motivations why people gravitate toward extreme perspectives. But if we waste time being frustrated or discouraged that the disagreements happen at all, they will no longer be useful in our effort to bring about necessary change. Instead, accept that disagreements will happen. The stakes are high for everyone, and that is perfectly reasonable for people to be passionate about their hope for what the future will bring. The challenge, then, would be how to help people learn to express their legitimate feelings and hopes and concerns in healthy rather than unhealthy extreme ways. Which leads to a second step in being a diversity buoy of sorts, and that is to learn how to empathize with multiple sides of any issue. Now, let me be clear empathize does not mean to agree or approve or even confirm as accurate or right instead it's learning to be able to genuinely say i can see why you feel so strongly about that in order to do this you must take the time to listen and understand perspectives and experiences outside of your own because if you only look from your perspectives and experiences then their conclusions can reasonably not make sense at all but if you learn what experiences that have contributed to their perspective and what impact that had on them, then you can be able to genuinely say, I can see why you feel so strongly about that in a way that's respectful and that honors and values their feelings and their worth as a person, while also being able to respectfully decline the invitation to share their perspective, or at least their level of extreme passion for their perspective, if you so choose. I find that in a way, being able to empathize, not always agree with, Multiple perspectives can be the antidote to the temptation to be easily swayed by every extreme. Because when you learn enough about another person's perspective to be able to say, I can genuinely understand why you feel so strongly about this. And then they respond with great. So does that mean you're on my side against being anti them? You can respectfully decline that offer because you also understand how the other side feels so passionately about what they feel which leads to a third perspective in a third step in being a diversity buoy and that's to stay anchored in a way that's healthy and balanced not extreme now healthy and balanced does not always mean 50 50 everyone is always right no sometimes balance is 80 20 or if physical safety or well-being is is concerned then 100 zero definitely but the challenge arises when everyone feels that they're on 100 the percent side and anyone else not on their side is on the zero percent wrong side. No negotiations and challenges happen in any situation. Instead of this extreme, take the time to determine where you stand and what you value beforehand on a regular basis. That way, when you learn new information from either or both sides, you can enhance your knowledge and perspective by whatever information you find and let that grow, but still be anchored in something you feel good about, rather than not having any stance at all and letting someone else determine what you should value and how you should express it especially if it's determined by who shouted the loudest or who had the best guilt trip. Over the next year and likely beyond, there will continue to be initiatives fighting for diversity, equity, and inclusion, whether under that terminology or other acronyms or programmatic ways to positively impact people's lives. And there will also be people working actively against those efforts instead of being swayed by whichever initiative was the loudest scariest or even the best funded my hope for you is that you would be anchored in a healthy perspective accepting that challenges will come and not getting discouraged from the fight in the first place Accept that feelings will vary and people will often express legitimate feelings in even unhealthy ways Don't let the ups and downs of the DEI storm make you forget. The point of it all is not the defense of acronyms, job titles, or program initiatives, nor is it to exchange hate and discrimination of a smaller group of people for hate and discrimination of a larger group of people. Instead, the goal is to learn to speak, act, and create structures that create environments where healthy personal and professional relationships can be nurtured, no matter our cultural similarities or differences. No matter our varying past hurts and discouragements, no matter our differing needs that come as a result of those experiences, whatever terminology, whatever programs, whatever language you need that can contribute to you being a part of that effort can be the beginning of your diversity boom. Your being grounded in the stability in the midst of a DEI storm. And with that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Diversity to Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions or if you'd like me to address uh, that on an upcoming podcast or if you have an organization that's in need of a shame-free and empowering guest speaker or a training on this often sensitive topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.diversitymadesimple.com. And if you know of anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic of diversity, then feel free to send them a link to this podcast so they can be encouraged as well or share with them my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available at Amazon.com. And as usual, I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And As always, remember this, you don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day.
1: Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most.
2: Did you or someone you love just test positive for COVID-19? The good news is that most healthy people who test positive for COVID-19 right now will experience a mild illness and can recover at home. Folks with risk factors for severe illness with COVID-19 may benefit from antiviral medications. These medications are taken by mouth at home and can be picked up at a pharmacy. They can be particularly helpful for people who are older, immunocompromised, or who live with some chronic conditions. And here's good news. These treatments can help prevent severe illness, hospitalization and death from COVID-19. So reach out to your trusted healthcare provider right away. If you test positive and are at higher risk, treatments need to be started soon in order to work best. Your healthcare provider can determine which COVID-19 medication option is best to prescribe. And remember, COVID-19 medications are no substitute for prevention. Vaccines are recommended for people starting at six months of age to prevent the spread of COVID-19 in our community. Unleash the power of smile for your team. Delta Dental of Minnesota offers coverage to fit your unique small business, leading to a better benefit package and a happier team. Visit deltadentalmn.org forward slash small business. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture it's a podcasting platform you can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by african-american subject experts at shaletta makes me laugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts shaletta makes me laugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content and shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. You started your business with an idea and a plan for the future, a plan that got you off to a great start. But now, you see new opportunities as well as new challenges. Work with a banker who understands your business goals and knows how to help you reach them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Are you a woman known as a good listener? Do you have skills in de-escalating situations? Are you what they call a people person? then the Minneapolis Police Department would like to meet you. Now in a rebuilding phase, the Minneapolis Police Department is recruiting more women to wear the badge. The department offers career options for women with a high school diploma or GED. There are also opportunities for women with two and four-year degrees who are ready to apply their skills in new ways. Police work makes a great second career for social workers, teachers, nurses. Women in their 30s and 40s are welcome to apply. There's no age cap. You'll be paid while you train and mentored by veteran women officers invested in your success. Minneapolis also welcomes current police officers to join the state's largest department. Make a difference on the streets, working in your community, in a career with competitive salaries and generous benefits. Go to MinneapolisMN.gov and search police jobs to find out more.